Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You are live. We are live. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Live Recap All Dolphins podcast. Uh, after the spanking, route, whacking, shellacking, whatever word you want to use, 30 nothing Dolphins over the New York Jets in week 15. So, so much for the, the Dolphins being in trouble, at least for now. Let's, let's not overreact like everybody overreacted after Monday night's game. But this was a butt-whooping start to finish. Um, episode 165, very shout-out for 65. Kevin Donnelly, offensive lineman. They signed as a free agent from Tennessee Titans. I think they had moved already. Really, really f- physical guard. Very, very good player. Played three years for the Dolphins. Woohoo! So that, there you go, Omar. What do we think? Um, we think uh, that it was a great collective effort. I enjoy being here and hearing the team and the coaches after the game. I found it very interesting that Tua said, "I didn't know how we would respond. What I knew is we went through the work week the way we usually do. We stay consistent." Um, Mike McDaniel had some very impressive gems and nuggets of wisdom that I will share with the people because I tweeted it out. Um, a lot of things. I, I think Mike McDaniel, when you get through those filibusters, you get little gems of wisdom um, that really, really stand out to me. Uh, there's no such thing as uh, no, that's that's different. He was talking about resting players. Um, let me see. Embrace adversity for the opportunity that it is. Uh, you, you just have to be yourself. Yourself is absolutely good enough. The past and future doesn't exist. They leaned into to, into the day. Um, Who is he, the Dalai Lama? I mean, yeah, I mean, he's like the Dalai Lama. And, and here's the thing. It, you know, he talks so much and he rambles so much that, no. that some of these things have to be like great gems because he's always trying to one-up himself comment-wise. So... Um, but those were just natural comments and statements. It wasn't rambling. There was so little rambling today. Um, I really think he was proud of his team. Obviously, Jalen Water was a top standout. Obviously, Bradley Chubb was a top standout with his three-sack performance. Obviously, Raheem Mostert, even though he thought he sucked today, um, setting franchise records. Raheem was like, I, I sucked. And he felt like he let his team down. Um, and But, you know, the first game ball, guess who the first game ball went to? Uh, it should have been Bradley Chubb or Jalen Waddle, personally, but uh... <laughs> was it Tua? <laughs> Liam Eikenberg! 
Well, no, I, I no, I I can get it because he sucked it up, probably sucked it up, played hurt, and he did a did, did a solid job. It's like your choices are play a guy at seventy percent and have him grin and bear through it, or play a guy who's practiced with the team for one day. And that I mean that there were so many unknowns, and Mike McDaniel talked about that. There's so many unknowns about what what we were going through. Like I'm sorry. I know you got just beat somebody by 30 points and a blowout and a shutout, but this is probably the toughest week of preparation on a short week. No secondary, no Xavier Howard injuries up the wazoo. No Tyreek complete everybody injured on your offensive line. Everybody now Austin Jackson's is he was already injured, but the injury became worse. Like, and you gutted it, you made it through, and you put up a 30-burger on a team. And to me, my, my very quick summary here is hat tip to a whole bunch of people on offense. McDaniel, the scheme, very quick passes, didn't put – alleviated the pressure on the offensive line. Two executed to borderline perfection. It was great. Jalen Waddle came up big with Tyreek not there. Raheem Mostert, I don't think he played a bad game. I don't know that he – he it said he sucked. 2.8 well, yards per carry, I'd have to agree with him. Again, if you're a running back and big picture for your running back, there's no to me a running back is are you maximizing what's out there? And I thought Mostert broke some tackles. It, on the seven-yard loss, where he's got three guys on him the second he gets the ball on a pitch seven yards back, that's not on him, even though it's going to kill his stats. So, no. Uh, but the story of the game to me was, again, the Dolphins pass rush completely overwhelming, basically division one against division five team and basically gave Dave Zach Wilson zero chance. And then Trevor Simeon after that. And once the Dolphins got the first turnover off the Bradley Chubb, where he basically plastered Zach Wilson, basically games over the jets are not going to be able to do anything offensively. And that along with the scheme, removed all types of pressure from the Dolphin offense. I don't know. You're speechless. I, I, okay. I found the offense to be a respectable patchwork game plan. There was a lot of eye formation. There was a lot of pistol. There's a lot of RPO. This isn't surprising to me because I thought that this was the way that they would have to play with this offensive line. But do you realistically think anything that they did today is sustainable for the final three games? Because you're talking about offensively? Yeah, offensively. I, I don't know, but again, they didn't have to do that much today. Once it was clear the Jets aren't doing crap against this defense. They can't protect their quarterback. Sealer, Chubb, Agba, Van Ginkle. Pick your poison, somebody's gonna eat and how many dropbacks did the Jets quarterbacks have where they didn't have somebody in their face within two seconds? I mean, it was crazy. They had um, 37 attempts, and they had 22 pressures. I mean, that's that's completely crazy. And to me, it was like when I when, when Tua threw the 60-yard touchdown pass to, to Jalen Waddles, I, I said basically game over because the Jets were – and it wasn't a situation like Tennessee last week with the four minute collapse there, the Jets were not going to threaten the Dolphins offensively behind that offensive line. And, and this has got nothing to do with nothing on that, but, and I really like Billy Turner, but man, he's, he's, he's not good. And Mc, Mackay Beckton, was Mackay Beckton a first round pick? guys, the dude was picked eight, eight picks before Austin Jackson. 
in that 2020 draft. Wow. Man, Lord, is that guy bad. I know he he's he's heavy. I, no, he was he was good at one point, and then I think he got injured, and then it just maybe his confidence you know, is Kimberly. That, that, that's why I've always been very hesitant about drafting three hundred and fifty pound offensive linemen, because that's a lot of weight to carry a, an injury. Yep. If if you know, um, but 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 you know, as respectable as that performance was on defense, because you you beat anybody by thirty points. You I'm sorry, did you say respectable performance on defense? On, off on offense. Oh, got it. Okay. On offense. I'm sorry. On offense. As respectable as the performance was on offense, and I'm not poo-pooing any win because you know I've said it consistently, anybody could get you in the NFL. It don't matter who it is. Right. Anybody could get you in the NFL on any given day. Sometimes all it takes is one injury. You saw that last week. Um, this is not sustainable. It's not. It's it's not sustainable. Not not at 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 what you got going on on the offensive line, and the crisis continues. Um, with what you've got on uh, at playmakers right now, with how the offense is working, and I know you just Jay, you know uh, Jalen Waddle just put up 142 yards on on eight receptions. You're not beating Dallas. You're not beating Baltimore. You're not meeting the Bills with this. Not you're not. So. You are if the defense plays like it played today. And mm -hmm. and that's that's the thing. Um I don't I I I'm you're sure telling me that they could potentially re replicate this against Dak Prescott and against Lamar Jackson? Is not, that what you think? No, 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 no. But this is was a defense, mind you, that was playing without and could have back sooner rather than later Xavier Howard and your two starting safeties. Okay. So I, I'm not saying that they're not going to overwhelm any team like like because the Jets offensive line is is among the worst in the NFL. They're not going to overwhelm teams like that again, but they certainly can hold their own. And and I'm I'm personally shocked that you're poo pooing the offensive performance. Um, I came in here actually thinking I would have to like tell you to chill out a little bit because I was no, 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 no. This was this was not an offensive performance that you can you can hang up and put in your in your uh, on your banner. It, no, it, but it was more than enough again. And it was more than enough. It was more than enough. But you got to look at it from this. I'm looking at it from the standpoint. Okay, how do you get at least one of the final three? And this offensive line, it ain't gonna do it. It ain't gonna. It's it's not gonna survive at, at its present construction, at its present state. And I know there's no solution coming. There's no fix coming. Um, but. Did you see the offense that they had to build for Tua to get the ball out of his hand as quickly as they did? Like, I'm sorry, you can't beat a real good team with that. But it, no, but here's the thing, though. A lot of their scheme throughout the year, I think even more so today, where the, their offense always features a steady stream of wide receiver screen, screens, quick hitters, jet sweeps, which we didn't see today. Mm -hmm. um, it was just more pronounced today, and what you didn't see is the quick slants. Or that quick throw, like between the numbers. You saw, saw Waddle got a Waddle got a slam. Couple, but not not nearly as as you many. You saw a deep slam from Waddle. I, I see what not you're saying. Not as many as as many as usual because you. This is where Tyreek is so good is because he gets open 15 yards on field. I mean, like that. But yeah, but you're also thinking about the comebacks too. That that that's not going to be there right, without Tyreek, where he's wide open on. And this is this yeah. is where Tyreek makes a difference, and they made it work without Tyreek in putting up. 
this, and this is where I was ready to say, well, folks need to, when we're talking about 30 points, they also got a touchdown that started on a drive that was one yard, and then they have another 22-yard drive for a field goal. So, um, But again, in a game like this, the two keys on offense was do something, hit a big shot one time, which they did, and then they also didn't turn the ball over, which was, although if we're going to be honest about it, there should have been a pick, but Quincy Williams dropped it. Um, even though by that time, I don't think it would have made a difference anyway. But for the most part, the offense did what it had to do on a day when the defense clearly was showing you it, it wasn't going to give up anything. Why, why are people discussing Big O on, on, on the chat? I don't, I don't That's another show. You can watch a show. I have no idea what they're saying. I, I, we have no beef with Big O. Uh, Big O did not discover me or expose me to the world. I'd been doing this for 10, 15 years before I joined Big O on on his channel like like we don't have any beef with big o like well maybe he discovered me as a as a podcast star because i didn't do a whole lot of regular stuff before him so had okay. to, had so, to so big, o, big o did discover you you okay. unleashed me he, he unleashed you on the world <laughs> and then a lot of people are going damn big o. hey and monday i'm gonna tell joe rose you want you want some of him on tennis court okay so i'm gonna book it for you now bring him on don't 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 be cowering out uh oh oh it's like that oh it's okay. like that, yeah although right. i'm not in shape you'll probably he might be he might actually have a shot to beat me this i'm just kidding um yeah, you, have it. you better get out there on the court and start practicing I, I, no no i don't need to practice but damn you like that you don't need to practice like okay uh i'm i'm very weird where the first time i play after a very very long layoff i'll play really well then the second time i play i'll play like crap but the first time back after a long layoff actually is not bad okay all right uh Tyreek Hill let's discuss uh and by the way I'm going to give you a hat tip to you because we had a little friendly competition remember the four guys that we differed on inactive active you beat me three to one jerk however <laughs> however hey hey that, that Devon A. Chad I told you <laughs> however my one win was Tyreek hey listen there's no way you can have no no Tyreek and then no Devon Chan. They are reliant too much on speed. They they are, and it's it's not just speed to hit, but it's speed to stretch the field and speed to keep things as decoys. Even chosen, I'm I'm dying to know what his snap count was because he was on the field to stretch the field as well. This no, is... he was on the field to line up offside. <laughs> Listen, stop. Um, I mean, come on. Everybody is important in this offense, okay? And actually, if you if you're making the point, because because right now it's like, okay, why the why did they bother elevating Darrington Evans from the practice squad? Now, if you're making the point, and it would be a very very good point, that had they activated Tyreek and Tyreek told them, yeah, I can go, then Achan wouldn't have played. Then because they would have needed Evans at that point, and I I'm, I guess that could make sense, but I, I was surprised. But I. Like I said, that's my only win that I had. I had Tyreek inactive. Again, to me, it's high ankle sprain six days later. It was, it's just, to me, it's a crazy notion. But I would have watched him warm up on TV. He, I know, he looked fine. but He looked fine. I mean, obviously, here, here's my thing, and I don't think we got a straight answer in the press conference because Tua basically said Tyreek pulled himself. Um, McDaniel said basically it was a collective decision. Um, I need to hear from Tyreek because – I want the honest, I want the truth, not to say that we're going to get the truth from Tyreek. Uh, 
I think Tyreek would think that he can go. I watch. I mean, he was dancing out there, like, and then for, to not go was was a little surprising for me. Correct. And then my well, if you remember, McDaniel had told us last week it was going to be Tyreek's decision, but the doctors would have to sign off on it. So it's possible that Tyreek said, "I'm perfectly, I'm fine," and the doctors were like, "It's not stable. There's a good chance he's going to re-injure it." At that point, mm-hmm. that's when McDaniel said, "Sorry, Tyreek, not happening." Um, and obviously, yeah, the offense operated. Tua looked very good. It's still not the same offense without Tyreek. I mean, that's just that's just a fact. Um, what are we at in terms of people watching this? Because I, I, I huh, eight hundred and five. Okay, I'm 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 like I'm I, I don't know what is going on with these chats, and it's weird for me because they're they're arguing about stuff and Big O, and I'm like, what what? What 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 happened? What, what, what what's going on with Big O? Thing about him, I don't I don't know. Um, uh, I here here's my very um, interesting takes from the game. At least I thought they were interesting. Um, Raheem and his disappointment for what he produced and achieved. You're shaking your head. Two point eight yards per carry. When does this offense average 2.8 yards per carry on a uh, day that they're going to need the run game? But again, the, the, he, did, didn't, he, he didn't have holes up front. It's not like there – dude, there have been times I've criticized a running back where he doesn't get you anything more than, than is there. I saw him break some tackles on the backfield. He, does, he did. Doesn't, he doesn't go down to first contact if the holes I are mean, not but We're talking about the second best running back in the NFL production-wise. Production wise, okay. We 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 are talking about the second now, and and here's my thing about Raheem. We have to start putting respect on his name. Like we collectively, as a media, respect him because we know who he is and we know what he brings and we know all the intangibles. But he's the second best running back in the NFL for the second best rushing offense in the NFL. Like, at what well, point are we going to number, say numbers wise? Are we we ready to say he's the second best running back in the NFL? If your numbers say you're the second best running back in no, the NFL, you're no, the second best no, running back in the NFL. No. Okay. Okay. Who's better? Who's the Who's the second best running back? Do you who's think he's second? a better running back than Derrick Henry? They shut down Derrick Henry except for that That's touchdown. That's what I asked you. Who's a better running back? Production wise, Raheem Mostert. Okay, of course, production wise, but it, there's it, it makes a difference what kind of blocking, what kind of holes you have. Come on, you, dude. you telling me that they're just killing out here blocking now lately? Not, not today, they didn't. But I also saw a lot of earlier games where there's gigantic holes to run through. I mean, ah, uh, what game you right, watching where there's gigantic holes to run through? Like, are, you, are we joking here? Earlier, I, well, I earlier in the season. No, Carolina, take, take Denver Giants. off the table. Take Denver off the table. Where are these gi- gigantic holes? Carolina Giants, they had, they had games where they rushed for like 150. Uh, and and I'm not uh, before before anybody goes there. I'm not. What's the word I'm looking for? I'm not dinging Raheem Mostert. He's a really 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 good back. But again. To me, that's not the yeah, this notion of well, he only had an average two point eight what a yards per carry today means he had a bad game. No, the the roles weren't there. Raheem, Mo, I mean uh, Devon Achan also had a poor yards per carry average today. This is the same. I'm sorry. Three point six. Three point six. This is a guy who came in. What was he? Eight point one coming in. It keeps going down. 
Okay, was he all of a sudden bad back today? I mean, because the holes weren't there. Come on, dude. Seriously? Uh, no, 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 no. But he's battling injury. He has his Raheem, who happens to be 34 yards away from 1,000 yards. Okay. That's um, and Achan's now at 8.5 yards per carry. Okay, fine and dandy. To me, again, to me, the again, you, you I measure a running back by the guy who's going to maximize what's there, the guy who's going to be able to break some tackles and make guys miss. I didn't see Moser coming up way short in any of those of those categories. So to me, the fact that he had poor numbers is not a reflection on him. That's the way the game played out. That's the way they're blocking up front with, I understand, a lot of backups offensive linemen. I mean, seriously. And it, 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 Listen, something needs to happen because it's not getting any better. It's getting worse. No, correct. And this is where, again, we, we could say you lost maybe your best run blocker with Connor Williams. That's not going to help. Robert Hunt is a very good run blocker. That's not helping that he's not playing. Um, I watched him limp into the locker room today, and I was just like, damn, that's not good. Robert Hunt? Yeah. And I was like, hmm, anybody who thinks he's going to get unleashed for Dallas or Baltimore, maybe. I mean, and I, I, I could, it could just be me, you know. I don't think he's close. And that's scary. Because mm-hmm. I, I think you need, in order for this to get better, you need a healthier Teron Armstead. You need a healthier Robert. You need a healthy Robert Hunt. You need a healthier Liam Eikenberg just to give you a chance at what you want to achieve. Well, okay, and, and this is where I'm going to turn it around. I said a few weeks back that to me, once we got toward the end of the season, the defense would be carrying this team, would be the strength of this team, and that. Okay. I, there's there's nothing that's that happened that made me change my mind. And they did what they just did without Xavier, without Javon, and without Deshaun Elliott, and without Jerome Baker, four four key starters, and with Andrew Van Ginkle being paced. Um, I think there's something there that that's progressively getting worse. Is oblique. Yeah, and that's a little bit concerning. Um, I, I watched him go in and out of the game and it wasn't, and, and it was, you could tell they're strategically doing what they were doing. Somebody out there with a hell of an arm. Um, no, and it's, it's not going to look like it did today. They're not going to dominate the Cowboys, Ravens or Bills the way they did today, but the defense can play well enough to give the offense a chance to pull out victories. And that offense to me, even if the running game, is not going to be what Mike McDaniel wants it to be, what you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, they still have, a, to me, they still have a fighting chance. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That's the bottom line. Okay, should we tackle some of these? Absolutely. Young Tae Kim. I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. Young Tae Kim. I seriously have to be your biggest fan and fan's biggest fan in all of Japan. Love you guys. Great win today. Very nice team win today. Thank you very much. Yes, it was a very, very good team win. What uh, time does the game come on in Japan? Please tell me. Answer that question. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I'm curious. Um, Buffalo's about to extend their lead. They're, they're at the goal line. James so the Buffalo's beating up on Dallas? Buffalo's beating up on Dallas. Man, remember when I told you that the season's going to come down to Dallas? I mean, not Dallas, but uh, Buffalo at the end of the season. If Buffalo wins their next three, the Dolphins would have to win two of their next three to not make it a winner. Winner wins the AFC East in Week 18. Um, Man, I have, I have, a, and 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 after this, Buffalo's playing at the Chargers next next Saturday night, and they play the Patriots at home in Week 17. So. Uh, I I um I, I see some some Eichenberg comments in in the you know. I own the seat as a resident Liam Eikenberg critic. Um, and I will tell you that what that young man did today, gutting it out and playing in that situation, um, it should be something that's commended. I saw um, one of our fellow uh, podcasters, Neil Triscoll, mm -hmm. uh, basically taking a dump on Eikenberg for his performance. And I know he gave up a sack. Maybe two. I haven't really seen it. I haven't seen the other one. Um, I'm sorry, but anybody who goes out there and plays at 70% with a calf injury where they don't practice all week, and I know he was listed as limited, but we saw he wasn't practicing. Um, it, 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 you, 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 you put some respect on that, especially when, you know, it's a very important position that he plays. And, you know, I've, I have said this. I said this on the QM pregame show, and I stand by this, and I've said this to you. This season's in Liam Eikenberg's hands now. Like, unless this Jonathan Harris guy comes here. Harris son. Harris son. Sorry. Learns the offense, comes in, and just is, 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 is a monster. Like, Liam plays a very important position. It's not like a, oh, just throw somebody in their position. And he's got to be – Consistent and reliable, and that's hard. Serviceable. To it's got to be serviceable. Is the way oh. I would put it. I, I don't want to. I don't know if I want serviceable. For for you to achieve what you want to achieve, you can't have serviceable. I disagree because I don't. I don't. I don't think you. Again, to me, this team was never going to be. It's never going to be about the running game. It's going to be about the passing game. And it's going to be about the defense. Sorry. I, I told you this. You're taking the NFL. It's the balance. Yeah, my, it, my God, it, we keep going over. We're going to keep going over and over and over and over. It their, is their, their running game feeds off the passing game and and how defenses are scared. If you, did you notice? Is it possible, perhaps, that the absence of Tyreek played a role in maybe the Jets playing okay. closer to the line of scrimmage and hurting right. the running game? Okay, touche, fair. But is it possible that? The pass, the running game, also leads to the to to the productivity of the passing game. No, 
I don't at least explain your no. I don't think anybody fears the Dolphins' running game in and of itself more to any sort of degree. I'll be honest. Again. Second leading rusher in the NFL. Nobody fears him. You, 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 see, see there's a disrespect. Throwing, this is disrespect. That's without context. For Raheem Morris from, from Alan Poupard. You're going to keep throwing stats without context. And I'm telling you that everything is created by the spacing horizontally and vertically, a lot of which is predicated on the presence of Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle scaring the crap out of opposing defenses. And horizontally. For with with HN and with Mostert, come on, don't 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 don't. Except that it's not for the the vertical threat, the defenses come closer, and then, first of all, they don't play too high safeties. Okay, let's go here. Hold on. Like anything, like, other serviceable is available this time of year. LOL. Come on, Omar, you're smart on that. He's not wrong. Jared's not wrong. I keep imagining if we had a healthy O line, imagine giving two or more time. And if you're a Jets fan, you're probably thinking, imagine if we had a line that could block that could block pass rushers for more than yeah. 0.7 seconds. Like it, 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 and um, Antoine, I saw him in the game, and we were talking about this because I believe that that Aaron Rodgers is going to come back and play just for the sake of saying I'm the first player that came back and play in the same season after I suffered an Achilles. That's how his mind works. Yeah. But Antoine's like, and play behind this offensive line, does he have a death wish? And there is some truth and merit to that. Um, All right. I, I, I don't know, man. Uh, what is it, just, what is it, you don't know. Just, I'm, I'm just the offensive line. It's, it's crumbling right in front of our eyes. And oh, like yeah. two, uh, two, two things that Mike McDaniel said today that he was proud of two sacks that Tua took. And they were two of basically giving up on the play and just get crawling down into a fetal position when the pocket was collapsing on him. Um, and he's like, he had players wide open down the field. He just preferred, he just, he took wisely took the sacks and one, I got to look at the all 22 on that because I, I need to see these two wide open receivers. I remember the first play and I think that the receiver was Cedric Wilson but it was taking him too long to get open and Tua just crouched down and took it. And then I know I saw one later in the game. This is what he's going to have to do this season for the rest of the season, because they cannot protect. That's what he's done all year. And that's, and that's something that hasn't gone to me mentioned nearly enough in his ability to stay healthy as opposed to, well, he's learned a jujitsu role to me. To me, what he's learned is to give up on a play when it's not there and not try to play hero ball and make something out of nothing and then wind up taking unnecessarily a big hit that puts him in harm's way. There are a lot of times this year when he's basically ducked quickly when the pressure got there or just chucked the ball out of bounds and had tip to him because that was a key. That, to me, was the bigger concern in the last year in, in terms of visibility to stay healthy more so than not learning, not knowing how to fall. Let, let me address this to Polly King 305. Uh, anyone say what happened to um, Austin Jackson? I must've missed it when wifey demanded me go to the grocery shopping. Why would your wife demand you to go grocery shopping on a game day? You, but you're, you're, a good, you're a good hobby for having you gone. I get that in check, brother. Like the dolphins are playing. This is not a, on demand situation here can't pause the game and then go grocery shopping and come back to it. Um, yeah, you can't tell, you can't tell what no, 
Listen, I'm going to the other side, but you can't tell wifey I'll go after the game. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm sorry. At 12 o'clock, you ask wifey, you need anything? Because for the next four hours, I'm I'm unavailable. Let's 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 get your house in order over over there. Uh, <laughs> but um, Austin Jackson pulled it. He's been battling uh, back oblique. To me, this is a similar situation to Jalen Phillips, and. I think it's kind of the reason why he got his deal done because this is something that generally doesn't just creep up on you. And this is a situation where it might be survival situation. And what does he need to do to get to game day? Remember when Jalen Phillips tried to play with his back issue and oblique issue, it just got worse until they got to a point where they had to shut him down. Yep. Um, now the, you're, now you're entering a situation where Austin Jackson could be into the shut him down realm. And you do have Kendall Lamb there. Kendall Lamb has shown you he's a consistent, reliable starter. Only thing I will say is Kendall Lamb is not as good at right tackle as he is at left tackle. I watched all of training camp. These This is a fact. Um, he is a very good left tackle. He's an okay right tackle. Um. So it'll be interesting to see what comes of this and how serious it is. I'm sure they're going to put on a brave face um, and, and tell you that it's, it's nothing serious, but um, you know, let's, let's, let's continue to monitor this because I think we are entering the Jalen Phillips realm of this is a point of concern right yeah, now. It's worse. I, I got to put this one up. No, hold on. This is the one I have to put up. Ty Jenkins, I love this podcast. You guys quickly became my favorite Dolphin channel. Big hat. Oh, thank, thank you. you Appreciate much. that. Uh, I saw one from Mar- Marco. Had a good question here. I want to address here. Marco. Marco, and thanks for the contribution. Taking sacks reminds me of Tannehill. Why is it so hard to scramble and run for a game? Do you think he's told not to run, Marco? I think he's told, don't put yourself in harm's way. If it's there, the opening is there to scramble. Go for it. I don't think he's told. Under no circumstances are you to scramble. I don't believe that's to that extreme. I mean, we weren't we just praising him a week ago for his pocket presence and elusiveness. So I can't sit there and say that, you know, understand this is a troublesome offensive line that's playing in front of him. It's 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 not good right now. And it's compromising everything that you're doing. So you make the best of it. And I think that. Anybody expecting him to light it up in the next three games with this offensive line as presently constructed with the issues and injuries that it has, like you're being unrealistic. And I'm not making an excuse for him. I'm just looking at what the reality is where it's not Jets bad, but it's 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 not good. Like you're not you're not absolutely getting killed on the edges like like the Jets did, but your interior cannot protect. I like this one. I have to put up. Sorry, it's funny. CM Punk is your daddy. Whose hair is longer, Omar's or Chase Claypool? I think I got him. I, yeah, I think I got him. Yeah. Speaking, uh, why? Well, I, I brought. This up. Long. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I brought this up not only to to do this, but also also let's talk about Chase Claypool a little bit. Without Tyreek, Chase Claypool got a, got some offensive snaps. Robbie Chosen was up and. Neither of them were a factor. And here's what happened. The offense, instead of being Tyreek-centric, it was Waddle-centric. So, uh, 
they they even put Waddle on Tyreek's side of the field. They put Waddle in motion. I mean, I I always thought that that's what you would do with, with Waddle. You'd put him in Tyreek's plays, and you know it it showed that he can be that productive playmaker. Um, the question is, and and this I remember I did a midseason. Um, and I probably need to revisit it. Like these ten things that you need to do to take that next level as a team. And and the number number probably high on the list was find a number three receiver. Have they found a number three receiver yet? They don't need one. Sorry. Why don't they need one? Because everything is so focused on the on the the guy with the speed. When 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 you have Hill and Waddle, now you have two options. Um, and again, what? they were fun. They were functional offensively. Now, if we, if if it's not a little bit more potent next week when they play Dallas and the offense can't shut them down the way they, they did the Jets, now let's revisit it. But again, today it was fine that Waddle, I mean, Tua threw for what, 224 and Waddle had 148. I mean, that's, and we've seen plenty of games where Tua throws for 285 or 310 and Hill has 160. Uh, it's been very concentrated. And I know I get questions for the mailbags on alldolphins.com. Always about why the offense to Tyreek centric. Uh, we need to spread the ball, and my reply is always: Dolphins are number one or number two across the board in every offensive category. They're ten and four. Are things so bad? I mean, it, could it be could it be more balanced, better in short yardage? Sure. They but- are. They're forty-five yards from being a two-thousand-yard rushing team. They are five yards away from being a four-thousand-yard passing team. I mean. I think they're doing all right, but, sure, but and it's not perfect. And and the, the here's the question, and this is going to we don't know the answer. It's going to be answered in the next three weeks. Is are they balanced enough? Are they good enough down the stretch when they're playing big boys? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the question. Well, you're shaking your head no, and I'm going to do I'm going to do. Let's wait. Yeah, I I don't think you beat these big boys without without a respectable offensive line. I just don't. I, 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 you, you know how I look view of football. Everything starts within the trenches, I know. And, and your trench is not good. Your team can't be good. Just, I'm sorry. They weren't good today. No, no. Thirty nothing. Thirty nothing wasn't good. No, that that they they were in the way. The offensive line. Mm-mm. It wasn't good. The, I'm not talking about the offensive line. The whole performance wasn't good. No, the whole performance was good, but your offensive line, they weren't good. I couldn't I couldn't attach the word good to them. And I think that it it's okay. To- it didn't no. stop the Dolphins from, from winning 30 to nothing. Again, and they, they were playing a Jets team that can't protect, but that's a different story. Ohio John, thanks for the contribution. After this game, I expect Chubb and Waddle to be the center of next hard knocks. Anything interesting about either of those guys you hope they cover? I'm, I wouldn't hold my breath on Waddle being heavily featured. I think Bradley Chubb's going to be heavily featured. I can see that. Uh, and I think there's going to be – oh, absolutely. Dude, he got fined, and I wrote about this on Dolphins.com today. He got fined. It was a 13 grand for the helmet tossing thing, which he, he – Sorry? He talked about it after the game. Yeah, which I think he was kind of embarrassed by. Uh and this was redemption, and you know it's a good, it's a great storyline. You know, story of redemption. And he, and he's a, he's an extremely cool dude. Wouldn't be surprised. And if, well, we've already seen stuff from his house after the Jalen Phillips um, injury, so he's not afraid of letting you know letting the cameras in. So I, w- I would suspect we'll see something about him 
Jalen, I'm not sure. Jalen's kind of a quiet, let me do my thing type of guy. Toby says, come on, Omar, you're smarter than this. They put a simplistic game plan together just because it was the Jets. They won't play like this against Dallas. Brother, if you thought the reason that they put a simplistic game plan together was because it was just the Jets, no, it was because that line could not protect at all. Yeah, correct. And it ain't the Jets. It's that line can't protect. And I I don't know how it gets better. Hopefully it does. Um, yeah, I don't know either. Uh, everybody say I, I need to chill. Omar needs to chill. So yeah, you're kind of no offense. You're kind of a downer. In the, I'm, like, I'm a Debbie downer on a 30 point win. Well, in the aftermath of a 30 nothing win. Uh, according to Omar, the Jet, the Finns will lose the next three games. So we might as well just take it up, uh, uh, take it up the tailpipe. See, Omar, this is why people talk the crap uh, about you. They do. I'm a realist. I, I, I'm, too soon. I'm too soon. I'm a realist. Too soon. Too soon. I, I, I can't watch the performance, and I got to go watch the the film again. I got to watch the film. I can't watch that performance from the offensive line and think that you you have a chance against a Dallas team that has the best one of the best pass rushes. Uh, a Baltimore team that you know is going to punch you in the mouth, just absolutely like bam. They're gonna they're gonna blow the whistle and they're gonna just sock you right in the mouth. You know they are because that's what they do. Um, that's their style. That's their approach. They want to see if you can if you you gonna punch back. And then you know what Buffalo does. You, you hey. don't 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 go there. I'm gonna don't do not say it. Okay, I'm not gonna say it. No, okay, no, I'm gonna no, I'm going to move on to this one here because I want to I want to do a big old a big old fat juicy shake my head after this performance against the Jets without Reek versus Reek's two Jets games without Tua. It's clear Tua is the MVP on this team. Shake my head. The two the two Tua games the two Tyree games without the Jets was last year, Jack. And recency bias, Jack. Stop it. I I found something that Tua said interesting. Um, I'm trying to pull it up right His now. MVP comment was very very good. Yes, his MVP comment. And, and it's true. If you do know Tua, you know the Tua does not like all the attention. He does not like it. He does, right. he does and he, he really it makes him very uncomfortable. He really is truly very uncomfortable with attention. Um and he basically was just like, Yeah, like uh, make anybody the MVP, not me, but this is not about me. This is about the team. And I hate the fact that everything is made about me. And it's true. But as as I said, after he finished his press conference, well, when you're when you're gonna be asking for fifty million dollars a year, everything's gonna be about you. That's yeah. That's a good point. I want to give a uh, no shit Sherlock here. A no shit Sherlock award to speakers. Raheem still gotta get around them corners and through them holes, poop. Really, thanks, thanks for enlightening me. Uh can we not pretend like I I I Portrayed Raheem Mostert as a complete scrub. Seriously, came off like that to me. <laughs> you, took, you took two digs, jerk! Oh my, I, I took I took a dig at you, like immediately calling Wall stats. He's second in the NFL rushing, therefore he's the second best running back. He to, is. Which I, to which I said, simmer down. That's not exactly how it works. Hold on, wait a minute. If you Sam Howell is in the NFL, if, hold on. Sam Howell is. Omar, let me finish. Sam Howell is number three in the NFL in passing yards. Is he the third best quarterback in the NFL? If he was number three in passer rating, he would be. (laughs) 
So Brock Purdy is the best quarterback in the NFL. In that Absolutely. No two. question. Brock Purdy is the best quarterback in the NFL right now. He is. And he should be the front runner for MVP. You don't even believe that. So. I do believe that. Brock, I've been a Brock Purdy fan since last who's year. The, who's the best offensive player on the 49ers offense? Um, Christian McCaffrey. Who's the second best player on the fans? Debo Samuels. Okay, thank you. Russell. And then and then Trent Williams. Okay, I rest. And then Brock Purdy. Okay, but he's the yeah, but he's uh, well. yeah. I mean, if MVP is a QB award, who's okay. the best? Who's who's the best playing QB right now? Josh Allen, right now. Right, <laughs> right now. You you might you might be right. What's the score? Twenty-one to three. Last I checked. That child support check, boy, is coming in about three weeks. Josh Allen. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I have to go there, man. My Lord, you have to go. By the way, okay, and for the record, I love Raheem Mostert. Incredibly good dude, and I think he's a hell of a running back. But Second again, best running back in the NFL? No. Okay, top well, five? Yeah, I, mean, I yeah, I, yeah, I'll go, I'll, go, I'll go top five. Pro Bowl? Pro Bowler? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You can't lead the NFL in rushing and not be uh, – and in, in touchdowns and not be a Pro Bowler. Yeah, and, and and this is where again it's to me it's not just about touchdowns because again if you get fed the ball at the two yard line like Jamal Williams of the of the Lions had 16, 17 touchdowns last year. Why? Because they fed him the ball every time they were close. Then doesn't make him a great running back. You have to have both. Nikki Davis says he coming back at me. We all know the Dolphins with all the backups on the offensive line is not going to be an elite team, but if we had our regular starters in. We can beat anyone out there, and I don't disagree with you on that. However, you don't. Now, a caveat of this is Dallas could lose somebody somebody today with the equivalent of Connor Williams, and their whole complexion of their team can change. So that's the nature of the NFL, especially in December. Yeah. I mean, there's a nutrition part of it, too, that unfortunately – Kip, thank you very much. Great show, guys. Solid win. Happy for Liam. Absolutely. And guys who get dumped on all the time when they produce, yeah, absolutely. I, I like I like that as well. Uh, Saint Eddie, Cam Smith must have made a move on the. <laughs> That's funny. Cam Smith must have made a move on a Fangio family member because there ain't no way Eli Apple should be allowed to play significant snaps. Free Cam. I'll give you one, Saint Eddie. Ethan Bonner got in the game at the no, but Cam Smith was hurt. He suffered an injury in the game on special yeah, on special teams. teams. Oh. Yeah, on special teams. So, yeah, but Ethan Bonner was playing on the boundary, keeping white the keeping the white cornerback alive in the NFL. There are three in the NFL right now. Three, three yes. Um, I can I. There's a kid from Iowa that was drafted in the third mm-hmm. round by Denver Broncos. Can't remember his name. And then there's another one. He's got a complex name. I think he plays for the Rams. I had to look it up today. Jason Seahorn? No. No, and and this is significant because people don't realize this, but when you are a white athlete with speed, they do not allow you to play cornerback. They don't. And I don't – in college, I don't know why. It's not – you know, and also I'm told that – the best of the Caucasian athletes are going to soccer, baseball, uh, hockey, and then there's the other sport, the lacrosse, and they are not playing football. And so that's led to the extinction of the white cornerback. Oh, did you read like some sort of sociological study on this? 
Um, I've been looking into it for quite a while. In fact, I tried to write a story back when I was at the Sun Sentinel. And then um, I even talked to um, Fox, Dustin Fox, mm-hmm. who at the time was the last one to play after Jason Seahorn. Okay. Um, and but it just became such a I, I, I'm focused on it because it, it, it it's it's much like the white receiver before Wes Walker and the slot receiver. Mm-hmm. They were ex- they were almost extinct, and then they had a comeback. And then there's another position. Oh, the white running back, Christian McCaffrey. Like this guy is like created hope and new life for you know. But if you think about it, there aren't that many white running backs. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Uh, and, and I, it's not because they don't have the talent. It's just stigmas, and it's just like for decades, two decades. Blacks weren't allowed to play quarterback because of stigmas. Mm-hmm. And and here, here we have Ethan Bonner, who is the second, if not third, fastest player on the team. He's in the top five. And if you're fast, you should be allowed to play quarterback. You should be. You're fast, you're fast. Uh, I do want to make a point to St. Eddie here because you, you're ragging on Eli Apple. Yes, he gave up a couple of conversions. However, important to point out, he had a really nice pass breakup on an early third down to play right before the fake punt where Zach Wilson actually threw a really nice ball. It was a third and four to Xavier Gibson, and that should have been a completion. And And Apple was covering him across the field and Dove knocked the ball away. Next play, fake punt, the Dolphins stuff, it, and they go in for a field goal to make it 10-0. So that was a good play. So give him his props, even though he did give up completions. But guess what? cornerbacks give up completion uh i think mike mcdaniel said he learned he was going to play like right before the game that apple was going to play yeah he learned that apple learned that he was going to play right before the game interesting but but that also leads to why he probably played over cam smith because eli apple probably prepared for this game as if he's going to play because he has the maturity of an nfl veteran whereas cam smith is still does not have the maturity of an nfl player and that's the one thing that you consistently hear. He's got to learn how to be a pro. So that's why, you know, he didn't play. But it is what it is. Well, we have Sam Madison is, I believe, scheduled to speak with us this week. So I think that would be a good question. Again, I'm sure we'll be re- – because I'm not asking Vic Fangio again about Cam Smith, but I certainly can ask. What is going on with all the big old comments in the damn chat? Like, Matt, I love the streams. Do you think there is a low snap guy who you think is ready to step up with opportunity, offense and or defense? Omar, go ahead. Say it. Say it, Omar. No, say I'm it. not going to say it. Right. It rhymes with Moby Wozen. Go ahead. Say it. Nope, not going to say it. No, 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 no. I, I was very proud of what Elila Isaac Campbell did. Um, for those who we were here in the beginning of the podcast, I thought Elijah probably was positioned himself to be the starter before he suffered the injury. Um, uh, so I want to give him his props. Uh, I'm trying to think. Young guy. Brandon Jones had two picks today. He did. I know he did. I mean, they were they, – they yeah, I'm not, no, I'm no, I'm not a hater, but they were extraordinarily easy picks. But I'm not gonna knock anything that young man did. He's had, a, he's had a very trying and challenging season, very, very trying and challenging season. And his future in the NFL or with the Dolphins is 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 not stable. To you know, he's gonna be putting together a resume for other teams and. This is, you know, he's gonna be he's gonna be Deshaun Elliott. 
where basically Dolphins don't care if he's here or he's not here. And and he's going to go have to go find some place where he can be a comp- contributor and a starter. And props to him because these two these two interceptions and these starts that he's getting right now are, are definitely helping him. Um, he's going to go wherever Brian Flores is. Ah, you're right, though. That makes yeah. perfect sense for him. It makes Emmanuel, sense. Elijah and Emmanuel Agba, too. You're, you're right, though. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, hold, let me address this one, Stephen. On. Oh, you switched it on me. I beat you to it. That's all I guess. Anyone saying either of you two have beef with anyone that has clearly never seen an episode of Big O Radio? What? I didn't even see the end of the comment. I don't even. What is? Why is there so much talk about Big O? I, I'm gonna. Is he taking shots at us today? Is that the deal? It must be. Um. Um. Yes, and he's like, uh, Omar has been at 560 for years, and I have. I've been with 560 for like 12 years. Okay, well, the comment was, I can't, I can't bring it up because I can't find it. Uh, the com- the comment was about like how much Tony Roman must, must be loving loving life right now because of what Josh Allen is doing. Well, get, guess what? If you watch the CBS telecast today, don't pretend like Tony Romo wasn't throwing flowers at two or also. Gang, get, get, o- get over this this fascination and this this – What's sort of this disdain for any compliments thrown to other quarterbacks on other teams? Jesus. Um, let me address this. Ferner, uh, he said two shows ago, you, you said Miami needs to know how to game adjust, and they did. And now this offense can't do this again. A team with uh, a team have faith in your team, brother. One, they're not my team. Um, they're the team I analyze and do commentary on. Um, and I analyzed and looked at that offensive line and what they were able to do against a bad team and said to myself, this ain't going to fly and it's not going to cut it against a good team. And you've got nothing but good teams on your on your schedule right now. Nothing. Nothing but playoff teams, teams that could be contenders for the Super Bowl. That's all that's left. Somebody put in a comment like – I don't want to give it too much oxygen, but guys, who cares? Bigo says he knows more about football than all other Dolphin podcasters. Who cares? Okay. Let him say that. Who cares? Okay. Jesus. Uh, yeah, can we stop with those comments? Seriously. Um, did Armstead leave game healthy? Uh, Armstead left the game, yes, healthy. I believe he did, yes. Armstead is, is going to be as healthy as he's going to be this season, and hopefully he continues to get better. Um, but you need him on that offensive line because everything else shades the other way. So you need him on that wall. You want him on that wall. Fa- and 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 here's the thing: you, fans got to realize that the players pay attention to their level of disrespect, and not Tehran is paying attention to the level of disrespect that the fan base has has put out there for him. And the Omar, whole Omar just, thing. Omar just let my a few good men reference just completely go by and even didn't even acknowledge it. Shame on you, Omar. It was you want right. me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Sorry. Okay. It's an okay movie. Oh, really? Wow. Uh, Nikki Davis Poop always said a win is a win. Win is a win is a win is a win. Absolutely. Here's a, here's okay. a Go ahead. Thoughts on safety play today? It was good enough. Yeah, it wasn't. Jets couldn't do anything downfield anyway because they didn't have time. They, they had a shutout. Like. All right. And, and Brandon Jones had two picks. 
And Elijah Campbell had a tackle for no gain on a on a reception in the second half. Gave up a completion or two. No, they, they were perfectly fine. Uh, I want this one here. Dallas ain't all that. They're getting killed in Baltimore. Almost lost to the Rams. So please don't say these teams are so amazing. Let's go, Jerry. We they're, they're getting killed in. Let me slow. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. They're getting. Okay, they're getting killed in Buffalo. Okay. Yeah. All right. And does that mean that does mean all of a sudden they suck or they're having a bad game? Dolphins look like crap on Monday night. That means does that mean that's who they were and they automatically were going to lose against the Jets because they look like crap Monday night? Things change from week to week. Sorry, Dallas has a good team. They, if by ain't all that, that means unbeatable. No, they ain't all that. Uh, mm. I'm looking at the final scores. Oh, man. Which one? What? Texans are still in the playoff hunt? Jesus. Oh, they, they pulled out a nasty one. I saw the end of that game here. Uh, had a touchdown in overtime overturned by a holding penalty and wound up winning on a 54-yard field goal at the end of, of overtime. Well, they they just won't die, huh? Them and, and, the, and the, the AFC South, they might like, yeah, the, three teams at 8-6 and six or 8-5 and five right now. The the Browns at 9-5. and five. Wow. Are they winning that division? Baltimore's going to win that division. Oh, I forgot about Baltimore. Logically. Um they almost lost on a hail mary, though. That's that's tonight, baby. I want. I'm glad. I'm glad it's a night game because I, I'm gonna try to see it, but I probably should look at the the Dolphins game again just because I got to do Joe Rose show tomorrow and I gotta make sure I have my facts and context because any anything I slip on, it's it's just absolute disaster. Uh, ta, 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 ta. Looking for my well. Sorry, there are people with field access to the field that I must figure out who they are. Uh, okay, C-SPAD, you're kind of a jerk, and I'm not going to move you back to Montreal. Sorry to disappoint you. How's that? How long have you been in America? Uh, about 40 years, so I'm sorry. Toby says, I think Omar needs a Snickers. Well, I'm not eating my pizza because you guys have guilted me into starving myself during these hours. I actually have my pizza here, and I'm I'm not going to eat it because you guys – Eat it. No, I'll save it for later. I'll go home, warm it up. Maybe it'll be actually – Oh, re reheated press box pizza. Mm-mm. Sign me <laughs> up. Hey, it's better than the actual meal here. Goodness gracious, are those Man. things bad. It, it, See, there's there's a game changer potentially here. When did that happen? Zach what? Martin back for the Cowboys. That's significant. I I didn't see it. I'm, I got my eyes on the. Yeah, and, and I I have to agree with uh, Alessandro. I think Raheem is better than Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry will be a free agent, and I am not replacing Derrick Henry. Will be a free agent. Not for this offense, you wouldn't. Again, I'm going to play the same game I always play with you. 30 GMs other than the Titans and the Dolphins. How many take Derrick Henry for one season? How many take Raheem Mostert? Okay. Come on. I mean, are we seriously doing this? I'm not I'm not doing that for the for what they run. For the, you see, and there's the key right there for what they run. Mm, for the for what they run. <laughs> I, love, I like this. 
They have voice. Eat it. <laughs> All right. Come on, Sheldon. No. Uh, that's funny. See, you, gotta, you see now the comments are, are eat your pizza, eat your pizza, eat your pizza. Mike says, is Isaiah Wynn coming back? Who still believes Isaiah Wynn is coming back? How do you people continue to believe this? It is fiction that that man is coming back. He is not coming back. <sighs> it's, Isaiah Wynn is not coming to save your line. I'm sorry. He's not. I'm sorry. That's funny here. Part one of the Canadians looks so funny on South Park. <laughs> but that's funny. Terrence and Philip are hilarious. Uh, that's funny stuff. Derrick Henry doesn't fit this offense precisely, Dean. That's the point. That's the point I'm making. Has Zach Ertz not been signed? Nope. Supposedly six teams uh, have expressed some kind of interest. So he's gone without a paycheck for three weeks. Was his contract fully guaranteed? What's going on there? No, he gave it no because they they rem remember they mutually parted ways. I believe he no he agreed to give up to surrender one week paycheck. Yeah, he's been out of work for like three weeks now. I don't know why you're taking it. Why he's taking a sweet time like this? It's weird. Ugh. Probably cherry picking, trying to make sure he's on the. Uh, yeah, but uh, at some point, you, I think we know by now who the like the really contending teams are. Do we not? Uh, 49ers, Ravens, um, uh, Dallas, we think, um, Eagles. Uh, I'm going to put Buffalo in there, and I'm also going to put the Miami Dolphins in there. Baltimore? I said Ravens. KC? Oh, yeah, KC. Them, those guys. Detroit? A good last night. I know that's fine. Um, that's fine. I'm I'm not disrespecting them. Just not. No, will be one. Thanks for the comment. Stupid question. Absolutely not. No, he's like 250 pounds at best. Yeah, Jason Ferguson is like 20 pounds bigger than me. 30 pounds bigger than me. I have lost weight. I think he means Blake Ferguson. Yeah, who I said, Jason Ferguson. Jason Banton. Remember Jason Ferguson? I do remember Jason Ferguson. He could play center as big as he was. Yeah, he's a guy that taught me the essence and about nose tackles and 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 the 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 challenge of their position. I learned like key elements of the three four defense from Jason Ferguson. Good guy. Yeah, and then he did a good job. He was a very serviceable nose tackle for the Dolphins. Uh, Omar eat. No, I don't need to eat. I haven't even been eating lately, so I don't need to eat. Okay. This is, um, what do we got here? Oh my! Let's remember this O line played against uh, top played against a top three D line. I'm see your point, but a little credit. Are the Jets a top three D line? Um, especially without Quentin Jefferson. No, I don't. Sorry. The game very early. Yes, that I'm sorry that perform. I haven't looked at the tape, and, and maybe the tape is gonna <laughs> the tape is gonna change my opinion. I apologize, people. I am a Debbie Downer. I am a I'm a, I am a realist. Oh, I am. Well, you're a Debbie Downer. Own it. Own I, it. What are, you, what are you talking about? Uh, I could be positive too when I see things to be positive about. Didn't I tell you that the, the O line was thirty nothing? O line was a catalyst of the season. I told you. Butch Barry's the MVP of the year, 
and okay, things are changing and they're not changing favorably in your direction. And I'm sorry, I can't look at the offense and see how it's it's handcuffed by the offensive line play and not tell you this is going to be a problem and you're going to blame it all on Tua and you're going to blame it all on the run game when truth of the matter is your engine is crap. Okay, now, but it couldn't – I'm going to play devil's advocate here. If you're saying Butch Berry was the MVP, then why couldn't he make it work with what he has now? If, he, if it's the true MVP. There's nothing left to make it work with. There's nothing left. What 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 do you? What you're do you saying know? you're saying it wasn't it wasn't the players before or as I said all along the scheme which makes things. I don't want to say easier, but it, which is formulated to not put as much stress in certain areas on the offensive line. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but when you have compromising areas, it's one thing to mask where you have a compromising area when you got one or maybe two. You got four compromising areas on your offensive line. Four, four. Like, you, you don't see a problem with that? You're you're not good at left guard. You're not good at center. You're not good at right guard. You're not and, – and right now, your right tackles is on fumes. And I, that's not even addressing your left tackle, who I haven't looked at the film. I haven't looked at the video yet, so I can't tell you how you perform. And I really have to watch video for Tehran. Um, But, bro, they struggled all game, all game. All game. Uh, play calling shielded the line today. Absolutely, it did without question. You, you, well, it should have. But when teams see that film, that's my point. When teams see that film and say, "This is how they're playing because their O line is crap," how do we exploit this? Like good defensive coordinators can build off that. Average defensive coordinators, not so much. And and again, this is where I'm going to tell you that if Tyreek's in the lineup, you can do more things again and get quick completions, which is what this offense. Feeds fair, fair. So you're talking about not only minus four offensive linemen, but minus your guy who gets open very quickly down the field. Uh, so, uh, didn't get to us get sacked three times today. He oh, did. Look at that news flash, Omar. The Ravens' defense is mad overrated. Are they? I don't even know. Matt, well, see tonight. It sprung leaks against the Rams last week, if that's what you want to say. But overall, the they've been pretty good. Marco, you you totally hit the nail on the head. This offensive line, they got to give Tua more time. They got to get Tua more time. Where Mike McDaniel is basically saying Tua is trying to find open receivers downfield, and he realized he had to take a sack. This cannot. You cannot survive like this. You cannot survive like this as a team. And I don't. I don't see any solution. Other than Kendall Lamb, who's probably who's probably not right now needed at right tackle. Other than Kendall Lamb playing guard, which he's been absolutely resistant to doing. What op- What options you got? You're, you're out of options. Sound, don't make it sound like every time Tua was went back to throw and it wasn't a screen pass that he was harassed the way the Jets quarterbacks were today. I mean, hold, hold, hold it down. I gotta give Danny back his quarterback. Hey, I'm okay. coming right out. Okay. So as I as I just told Omar, I'll, I'll repeat it to him if I have to when he comes back. Uh, Bill's now up twenty four to three. It's not like the pass protection wasn't great, but it's not like Tua had somebody in his face every time he dropped back the way Zach Wilson and Trevor Simeon did. So I'm I'm not on board with Omar on this. I think the Dolphins' offense can function. Can it operate at peak efficiency the way it did earlier in the season when it was completely humming with? 
when we had most of the offensive linemen in the lineup? No, but still. Uh, and with the defense likely to get some of the, the key players back who weren't there today, Xavier Howard, Deshaun Elliott, Javon Holland. Uh, I think that combination is going to be enough to give him a fighting chance down the stretch. Um, so to me, to me to say it's 0-3 down the stretch because if the offensive line is the same as it was today, I'm not on board with that. Sorry. Sorry. 20, if you're not, if you missed this somewhere, it's not 24 to three. Okay. Did Omar run to get his Expos hat? That's funny. No, I had to borrow a charger from Daniel. So I had to give it back to him now that he's leaving. Oh, there you go. This is the kind of comment I want to highlight. No, that's the one. This one right here. Rifleman, thanks again for all your hard work. We do appreciate it, guys. And we do appreciate you, Rifleman. And everybody who's on here, not quite as much those who are on here just to make nasty comments, but still appreciate you being on here. And who do the Dolphins use their last IR return for? Be inclined to think Jerome Baker at this particular time. But so I'm in the locker room. It's definitely going to be Jerome Baker. He's on the road back. When when injured guy, this is why I always say Isaiah Wynn is not coming back. I haven't seen Isaiah Wynn ever. That's a great point. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I have seen, uh, and the reason I say I haven't seen Isaiah Wynn is because I believe he's probably home with his family doing his rehab. Um, and has to check in from time to time. Jerome Baker's doing his rehab here. And I just saw him in the locker room. He's working his way back. Well, that's a depressing thought, Marco. If we go in three, will, will, oh, that's a question. Sorry, I thought you, you, it was a statement. If we go in three, will we still make the playoffs? Uh, depends how things work out. They haven't clinched anything yet. They're 10 and four, so the worst they can be is 10 and seven. He's got a whole bunch of teams in the AFC. As I look at my updated standings, you know, uh, Cleveland's at nine and five could be problematic. Cincinnati's eight and six. Indy's eight and seven. With the yeah, favorite I'm waiting for the Poupard breakdown of who I need to worry about, in- which will be coming tomorrow. I will do the uh, updated playoff picture after all the AFC games are played because Monday night is an NFC game between Philadelphia and Seattle. Um. I don't think it's automatic if they go on three, but I, was, I would still think the likelihood is they would still make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You got to do the math to figure that out. Oh, I, that I have to like. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly, I wouldn't know because I just, I, I would look at Poupard's. I'd, I'd cheat off his, whatever he broke down. I'd be like, okay, that's what's happening. And I still, to this day, ask Poupard like, okay, what's going to, what's going to happen if this happens? I, I just, I can't even do that stuff. Like, I don't even have a desire. Like, tell me what's going to happen. See, and that's uh, that's stuff I like doing. So, it yeah. works out. It works out well. You you can, you can. I I will I will be obsessing about every. You know what I'll do tonight? And and because, because it's my nature. Yes, I am going to obsess about every single O line snap and movement. For probably, I probably won't even finish the Baltimore game. I might watch the first half just to see their style, and then I'll be like, I need to watch the Dolphins game because I got Joe Rose tomorrow morning, and I have to know what the hell happened on the O-line. 
And, and okay, so I want a player by player breakdown tomorrow. How's that? You 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 know I can give you a player by player breakdown. Like Joe was like, yeah, Austin Jackson gave up two sacks yesterday, and then because I hadn't reviewed the film, I was like, I was like, that was last week. He was, yeah. I was like, it it. I was like, I couldn't compute, and then. When I actually broke it down, I can tell you who everybody who gave up a sack Correct. and how, how the sack happened. Tua's a Tua, you know, I'm, I'm not even going to do it. I've done it earlier. Um, but, yeah, if I if I don't know every offensive line play, like, it it, it will be my, my – I like, my insides will, like, destroy me. Like, I just can't, like, not know. And people are like, you know, they don't understand how much I love line play like that, but – it's so beautiful. I don't know how you people can't love it. <laughs> Yo, okay. You just watch the ball. Like. No, 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 no. Don't go there. Don't go there. I watch right. both when I rewatch the game. Uh, no, and it is, it, it's very technical. Uh, and in terms of, of the teamwork that's involved and in picking up stunts and all that good stuff. Uh, trust me, I get it. When you're watching it, when you're watching the game at the first viewing, yeah, you're focused on the ball. Uh, Roberto, interesting question. I'm waiting for Dallas and Ravens game to judge our team as should be. However, to me, judge the entire body of work, not one singular game. And this is what we do in the media, fans, like everybody going was going crazy after Monday night. Dolphins suck. They're not going to make the playoffs. Now a lot of Dolphin fans are like, boom, they're back Super Bowl contention. Again, no. it's the totality of the work. Is HN injured? Yes, he's got turf toe. And that's a very bad injury. But he played. He played. Turf toe don't get better. It only gets worse until you get off it. So we'll we'll see. Jordan Phillips is having a hell of a game, Omar. I think, I think when, he, when did I ever say he was a bad player? He's a lazy player, but he's not a bad player. Ooh, you went you went there. Jordan Phillips cherry picks when he wants to play and when he doesn't want to play. Let's just say his motor doesn't always run. How's that? Is that a beautiful yes. way of putting it? I yes, I have seen a few good men. Maybe I need to re-watch it, but you know, you, they want me on that line. They need me on that line. Yeah. And yes, it's it's a good thank, movie. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. It's a good movie. Okay, thank you. If the season ended today, what does the playoff look like? The problem, well, did Baltimore's playing tonight? If Baltimore loses tonight at Jacksonville, the Dolphins reclaim the number one or claim the number one seed in the AFC. Then they would get a first round bye. If the Ravens win at Jacksonville, then the Dolphins would play the would be the second seed, play the seventh seed, which right now would be the Indianapolis Colts. Yes. This is this is a great question and, and gives me a great opportunity. Omar, how are you? How the hell are your teeth so white? I one, I don't drink coffee, um, and two, I get them whitened at least two times a year at Midtown Dental, which is run by my, my one of my close friends, John Nelson. Who's if you're looking for a good dentist, Midtown Dental, they have great dental plans. Um, you get two cleanings per year; it's phenomenal. So, um, shameless plug. Um, who, is, who is my team, Omar? Who is your team? Football-wise, I used to root for people that I have friends on the team. So um, I used to root for the Ravens, used to root for the 49ers. Um, I root for friends, not necessarily teams. And I don't have that many friends in the NFL anymore. So 
um, I'm getting old. So most of my friends are, are out the league by now or actually in front offices. You are old. Yes. Williamson, wouldn't you rather play FC championship game in Baltimore than KC? I would much rather play KC. Um, and here's the reason why I know Baltimore style completely intimidates this Dolphins team. Didn't last year. One game aberration. No. Uh, tell me a history. Tell me about the history. Oh, the history. Yeah, correct. But that. Tell uh, Tell me about the history since Harbaugh has been the coach. Then, then even even, even Billick. I mean, remember the 2001 playoffs, the 2008 playoffs. They just basically for lack of a better term, bully the Dolphins both times. They believe they will bully the Dolphins. That's how they play. That's how they play. But um, then KC, you have the Patrick Mahomes factor. I, and people say I'm a Ravens fan. I used to be a Ravens fan. I have not watched a single snap of the Baltimore Ravens this whole year. Not a single snap. And might not watch the, the first, might not watch this game, to be honest with you, because depends on how much I really need to go over the Dolphins game. No, can't can't do this. Fan is asking who's the biggest a hole on the team. Not not doing that. Yeah, we both know, but we're not saying. <laughs> um, actually, I can think of two candidates, and I'm not. Gonna- <laughs> I, mean, I know the exact two candidates you're thinking of, and I, I, I definitely ain't saying. Uh, <laughs> there's no, there's no. It's a cost benefit situation, and cost benefit, no- baby. Not gonna go there. Um, what, what, no time. Um, okay. Bring up a new question. You guys are asking questions or are you guys just having debates about Big O and, and Omar oh, looks to it with the binoculars to listen, you, you joke about that, but to his first start after the game, he was on the field, sitting yeah. on the field yeah. for like 30 minutes. Just like living in the moment. That's who he is. That's who you're after, after his first start or after his first his first game when he came in very, very late. Do you remember? He I think came it in might late. have been his first game. Yeah, first game when he came in late. That's what it was. It and was it was such a such a moment. It was against the Jets, too, if I remember correctly. You probably do remember correctly. Uh, we beat the Ravens the last two meetings, and Lamar is a fumble machine. They didn't beat, they didn't beat the Ravens last year because of Lamar. They beat the, the, the Ravens last year because of the offense went wild. And two last ones two the, okay, last meeting, the last meeting, Lamar completely ate okay. the Dolphins' defense, but but Tua, Tyreek, and Jalen had that monster game. Two, two times ago, the Thursday night game in 2021, yeah, that was a defensive one. Oh, Omar, the big O went off about you stating that you guys wasn't going to be making any money on your channel. He did say that. He did say that. He told us. Why Why? Why would he say that? Um, he did. He, he did. I, I mean, he could get upset about it, but he said that to me. And I was like, oh, okay, well, we'll figure it out. And. He was wrong. So, like, I mean, that, that's that 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 that's the epicenter of what all this big old conversation is. I mean, he said it, and why is he still saying? Is he still saying it? I don't know. I don't care. Yeah, like, let's move on. Somebody else said, said, "Oh, Jeff, you're not wrong, Jeff. Let's move on seriously." 
yeah, I, I, I'm just wondering why the hell people are still talking about Big O. Like, we don't have any beef with Big O. Or I don't have any beef well, with if, Big if O. If he's talking crap about us. I don't, what, I you don't. want a podcast war? No, I don't. That's good. You, you want to go to the I, match? I'm going to say it's completely lame. I mean, seriously, do do your thing. We'll do our thing. Uh, uh, beer I, up. Why do we play the Ravens every damn year, LOL? Uh, <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's this is where I get my expertise. He does make a point. Well, it, it's cyclical because there were times there were there were times they were playing the Chargers every year. There were times they were playing the Raiders every year. The way the NFL schedule is structured, you play every team from one division in your conference every three years. Like this year, for example, the Dolphins are playing every team from the AFC West. And then they play the other teams in the other division that finished in the same position in their, in their division last year. Dolphins were second, Ravens were second. So that's how you play the Ravens. Uh, and then if it just so happens that a lot of years they finish in the same position, they're going to play them. That's simple as that. This is funny. Who comes back first, Win or Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers. That is funny. But I can't, I can't imagine he'd be stupid enough to park himself behind that line. Come on, bro. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. it no, he's going to have a major battle in, within his head going, do I mess up everybody's thinking about coming back from an Achilles injury or do I get killed behind the Jets line? Omar, um, what's this? Omar positive-ish after last week and down after this week. What a contrary. I'm not down after this week. What I'm telling you is they should be proud of what they accomplished today because I certainly didn't expect it. They were dealing with an O-line crisis, and the product that they put on field is not good enough to beat three contenders. That's all I'm saying. If you're a Dolphin fan and you're upset because I said that and I'm a realist with you, I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings, but the product that they put on the field was not good offensive line wise. It was substandard. And unless Liam miraculously gets healthy, um, uh, Robert Jones miraculously gets better. Austin miraculously gets healthy. Um, who else? Who else is there? Uh, Tehran is fine. What? What? 30, 30, <laughs> 0. 33020. I mean, damn. Man, I thought I was difficult to please. Yes, brother. It's the Jets. It's the Jets. I get that and I get that they won the game on defense, but it's like can we not can we not postpone the doom and gloom until a little bit? Okay. You you're basically saying if the offensive line doesn't get better, they're going they're going I'm to saying win. you are in a crisis and you have no solutions. Fix it. How do you fix it? How do you fix it when you, you've had injuries of the wazoo on the offensive line? Okay. I don't know. The Kendall Lamb, maybe. I don't know. And to me, I don't believe that the offensive line crisis is bad enough to suggest the Dolphins will not have a fighting chance in any of their final three games because they have big the big play capability on offense, offensive line or not. What's and the early lines? Sorry? What's the early lines on, on, on Dallas? Uh, that usually comes in, in the evening. Okay. I, I am going to get right now, touchdown bill is going to be 31 to 3. Man, this is spanking here. Um, I told y'all Dallas, I told y'all Buffalo ain't dead. Y'all you know, keep thinking. 
No, Buffalo and Buffalo's not dead at all. No, their kid, their kid game was last week when they Buffalo beat is scary. That's the team I don't want to play. Uh, Buffalo is scary. Yes. Yeah. I, don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> when is this? I, I, we get it. Miami's three and one against last four versus the Ravens. Okay. Are they? Yeah. No, it's for real. No. Dude, they won the last two. They won 42-38 last year. They won 22-6, to six, I think the final was, in that Thursday night game. I got to look that up. Right. Remember remember 2019 when they got spanked? Yeah, for uh, the 59 nothing game? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, that was harsh. I believe in aliens. I do not believe in ghosts. Scummy. Same, same here. Not that you asked, but same here. Thanks for asking. Uh, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not super. I'm reading these comments. I'm sorry. Omar is either super high or super low. I can't even, there you go. Stricky. I'm one. I wasn't high last week. I wasn't low either. And this week I'm not super high over this win and I'm not super low. I'm concerned because your rushing attack averaged 2.8 yards per carry when it's averaged 5.3 most of the season. And your quarterback was handcuffed by an offensive line that basically couldn't protect him. And you think that that's going to be good enough down the stretch against three Super Bowl contending teams? Because we will acknowledge that all three are Super Bowl contending teams, right? Okay. Yeah. But isn't there is isn't where somebody would say he Tua was handcuffed enough that he wasn't handcuffed enough that he couldn't go 21 of 24 for 224 yards. A lot of that was short little check down oh, stuff and that no ain't gonna work. What what I said no question. I agree with you, but he still had the 60 yard bump to, to Waddle. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. yeah. Had, he, he had a couple of other nice throws. It wasn't like they weren't like it was at all screen passes and quick throws. There was a lot of that. And there's going to be a lot of that. That's how you help your offensive line. Mm-hmm. And, and but but there has been some of that throughout I, the season. I would like to get to a point where you don't have to handcuff your offense to help this offensive line. I don't think you can win anything with that approach, where you're 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 placating your entire offense because you know your line is crap and can't protect. Like they have been the anchors that have whole held this season down. I've said this on this podcast. I continue to say this. They have been such a stellar unit, and I get it. You're on your ninth and tenth offensive lineman. Like, what the hell do I expect from you? But season falls apart if the line falls apart. I've I've never I've never ever ever wavered from that. Okay, we were repeating the same things we've already said. All right, cool. Um, no, where was it? Omar, what is your prediction for what was your predict? I don't make predictions. Okay. I and I, I don't. I I expected them to win. I definitely didn't think because I told uh, Solana, I was like, yeah, if they predicted the Dolphins to win by ten, I definitely bet bet bet, bet the Jets because I didn't think they beat by beat them by thirty. So I I definitely thought they'd win, but I didn't think they'd win by ten. Which is part of the reason why I don't bet. Um, 
Devin, Bupar made a great analogy about the Dolphins' loss to the Titans, about two previous Super Bowl teams losing to a really bad team. I'm not quite sure. You, are you referring to? To? Yeah, I'm not sure. But he said I made a great point. That's why I had to bring it up. We're going to analogy, so. You don't even remember his great point, the great point you made. Well, the point I had made was about the teams that lost in a fluky manner at the end, and the Dolphins were on the other side, and those two teams went on to win the Super Bowl, which was the Miracle in Miami and that Leon Nett play. I remember that point. I remember that point. Okay. Touche. Well played on your part. I don't know. I'm asking more if he was a Dolphin fan at the time. Oh, interesting here. Um, so here, I guess Orlando's watching the Bills game. Bills have been doing short throws all game. Okay. Um, uh, this guy, Alan, I'm asking Mar if you have a if he was a Dolphin fan at the time. Marshall was a player or beloved Dolphin. Um, no, I wasn't a Dolphin fan. I was a Brandon Marshall fan. Not uh, damn sure I ain't Brandon Marshall fan now. So, really, what uh, happened? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I make the cheap jokes whenever I can get them. I apologize. Uh, uh, wow, there's way too much big old talk like on this. Yeah, no, yeah. guys, leave it alone. We're not even. We're not even. Uh, gonna... I, I like. I don't even understand why I came on here and nothing but nonstop big old talk, and then you get on here and then it's nothing but big old talk the whole time. Woogie shoogie. Every time we play. Teams over five over five hundred teams. They have lost a week before, and we get beat. Uh, incorrect. When they played Buffalo in week four, Buffalo had won the week before. They had smacked the Raiders. No, it smacked Washington on the road. So that's not correct. The Jets had lost. Sorry, the Eagles had lost to the Jets. Mm-hmm. When the Dolphins played the Chiefs. Hold on, I can look at this real quick here. Uh, this is week seven, so week six. The Dolphins played the Chiefs in – no, sorry, the Dolphins played the Chiefs in week nine in their previous game. That's right, they, they lost to Denver. I could have told you that. Then why didn't you instead of making me look it up? I was trying to find another question. Um, okay. Okay. So, is Mike McDaniel in the coach of the year running? Absolutely not. He's in there among betting odds, but I, I think – Dan Campbell is going to get a lot of votes, and I think D'Amico Ryan's in Houston to me has to be the front runner. When when you're eight and six with a team that was hot garbage last year, and you started a rookie quarterback, uh, mm-hmm. I think that's that's your front runner to me. But what do I know? All right, all right, all right. Are we close? Are we close? Uh, well, we're getting there, but. Yeah, we get more questions since you get uh, Rudy. If Miami wins out, Mike will be in the coach of the era. Yeah, he's in the yeah, coach. Right. He's not the front runner. That's what we're saying. So you're right. Saying. But but if he does win out, he will win coach of the year. If he wins out, if he wins out, they become 13 wins. I, I probably lock up the AFC. AFC. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think it works. Again. A lot of times what happened, Omar, a lot of times you're talking about a team that made the playoffs last year. You're going to match that against Dan Campbell. The Lions haven't made the playoffs since I didn't have a beard or something like that. Uh, and they're about to they're about to clinch the, the NFC North. And, again, the Houston thing, 
generally speaking, this is what happens is the big turnarounds. Last, who was it last year? It was Brian Dable with the Giants, who was a first-year coach. So you're saying they give it to the big turnarounds and not the team that's positioning themselves to make it. If, if, I'm sorry, but if Mike McDaniel leads the Dolphins 13 wins, they'll be the number one seed in the AFC East. They'll be the hottest team in the NFL, and everybody will be the last-minute voters will say, I got to give it to him over Dan Campbell. I got to give it to him over this rookie head coach. He was a rookie head coach that turned around a team too. I don't disagree with. I won't disagree with you. But again, it, look at the parameters. It's not about best record. Otherwise, Bill Belichick would have won it a lot of times, and he didn't. And again, the, look at Brian Dable last year. You look at that roster, and you tell me how the hell they made the playoffs. Teams are going to look at the Dolphins and go: Tua, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Xavier Howard, Jalen Ramsey, Christian Wilkins. A lot of talent on this team. So is 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 Chris Greer going to get GM of the year? No, uh, executive of the year. I don't know. I'd have to look around, but I mean, who did he bring in this year? It's Jalen Ramsey, David Long Jr., Devon A. Chan. That enough to get you executive of the year? I, don't I know. mean, I'd have to look around the league. I don't. I'm not off the top of my head. I, I don't know who made like the big acquisitions. I mean, we're knocking Mike McDaniel because of the roster he has together. I I don't know. I I don't know. That's not, when I, we're knocking him in terms of coach of the year doesn't mean he's a good coach. It just means that award. If, if he gets to, if he gets, if he wins these next three games, beating Dallas, Baltimore, and 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 Buffalo, they will be the hottest team in the NFL and the most talked about team in the NFL. And he will win them MVP. He will win. He will win Coach of the Year. It's not okay. I'm telling you, it, it ain't gonna happen. But I'm, I'm like, I I don't have any doubt about that. And. Like, the way the media is obsessed with Dolphins, like I, I sit there and I do the pregame show and Fox and ESPN, they are obsessed with the Dolphins. They talk about well, the I, every 20 minutes. I understand that. To me, I would tell you, even if the Dolphins finish 13 and four, number one seed in the AFC, unless Detroit and Houston miss the playoffs, I don't think Mike McDaniel wins coach of the year. But that's, that's it. And, and again, this is not a statement on – on his coaching whatsoever. It's just the way the award works. Mm -hmm. Another pick by pick, pick by Dak Prescott. Uh, man, that game is ugly. Is Dak uh, Prescott doing a Dak Prescott? Wow. And here's the thing. If you believe, if you believe in that type of thing, like uh, the recent viewer asked about the idea, should I finish my point before we address Noel's question? No, go ahead. Finish your point. No, my point is if you believe it, because I think your point was in talking about how every time they face a 500 team, they've lost a week before. The idea being that chip on your shoulder wants to want redemption bounce back. Bill's getting smacked. Sorry, the Cowboys getting smacked 31 to three. Yeah, that could, that certainly comes into play there. I think Noel B1 has a very excellent point. Didn't see any touchdown celebrations. That's just wrong. What the heck? I think every old man screamed from the top of a mountain. And I, I saw Michael Wilbon calling them out for celebrating when they had the 14-point lead against the Texans and them looking like fools. Um, it does challenge the identity of who this is, they are as a team because they have fun. They celebrate. Maybe Tariq is the reason why they they do all of that. And, and maybe without Tariq. But Raheem could have done a surfing. He just didn't. Um, that is a great question and something that I will get to um, once I get into the locker room. Yes, 
Here's the thing. Uh, on the CBS telecast, they re referenced a touchdown celebration after one of the first scores, except they never showed it. This was when they came back from commercial and, and they never showed it. So yeah, I didn't I I didn't see. I didn't see any, but um okay, brother. We have to acknowledge this. Thank you very much, Ricky. Thank you. Thank, no, thank you. Thank you for everybody who supports us, everybody who continues to support us. Um you, you guys were didn't want to hear Dolphins talk this week. I understand. It was after a tough loss, but hopefully you can get back to listening to the podcast listening to us on the audio platform, listening to us on YouTube, which is where we make the most money. Um, thank you, Big O. Um, uh, <laughs> sorry, I had to take that shot. Um, it is. Um, what would you say? I was like reading the comments. What would you say? I, I, said, I, said, I said YouTube is where we make the most money. Thank you, Big O. Um, who told, oh, who told me flat out that we wouldn't make any money on YouTube. Dude. Dude, it's true. He said I thought, it. I thought we were letting it go. It's like I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know if he was right or wrong. I think he's clearly wrong. Um, whatever. Can we all just get along? I'm sorry. What? Yeah, no. Apparently, I, I don't know. I guess we can. Yak Prescott. Oh, oh, no, no. Let's see how it started. Edward, thank you for the night. Well, you can't do this to me. You guys are the best. Guys, I popped in late. Sorry if you guys discussed this, but what's your take on Chase Claypool being utilized? It was better this week, but could it be better? Um, I mean, I'm at the point where I think it is what it is with Chase Claypool. And, you know, again, understand this. This is a former second-round pick who's been traded twice in his first three years in the NFL. Maybe there's a reason. I don't know. Okay. I, I don't have anything to say on it. Um, Christian Wilkins, new deal. I think Damn it will, is balling. Man, that dude is balling. It, it will be Quentin Williams-esque. So, and quit and Christian wasn't going to take a cent less than what his peers were taking. And damn right. He's proved that he deserves it. So, Holy um, is he having a year? He is having a phenomenal year. I think he's at eight sacks now. I, I, even beyond the sex, I mean, you, you all, you always feel him. My lord, is he noticeable on the field? And yeah. even like the fake punt, he's the one who. Can you imagine if he gets the double? G he's going to get franchise tagged, and that's just going to buy them some time. Um, yeah, if they can't, if they can't work out a deal, yeah, yeah, uh, he's going to get ridiculous money, and he's he he deserves it. Um, I, I agree. He, he shut everybody up. Wow. Anyway, I'm not even I'm not even gonna acknowledge some of this stuff. I'm gonna acknowledge this. Max from Montreal. Always gonna acknowledge my Montreal people. Josh on that seven completions for 94 yards. James Cook 221 total yards. Let me look at the box score here real quick. Holy smoke. Oh no, I had it open already. Holy smoke, that is crazy. Uh Josh Allen, seven for fifteen. Wow. James Cook has a buck seventy-nine rushing. Woof, man. And the Cowboys have 115 total net yards. Man. Any word on Cam Smith? He suffered an injury. I can't remember what it was. I know I tweeted it out. Let me let me look up. <laughs> okay. Well, you can so I gotta bring this up. Cam Smith Scrummy. injured hamstring. Hamstring. Scrummy, is Omar gonna win podcaster of the year? 
like poop doesn't exist. Thank you for saying that, Omar. Oh, thank you. Listen, I don't I don't care about any of that stuff. I do want there's there's a, there's a thing that you get from YouTube when you get over a million views. Um, you get like a plaque. I do want that. But cool. uh, other than that, um, I don't care about none of that stuff. Um, I, all I care about is you guys continuing to watch the podcast or listen to the podcast and read alldolphins.com where I'm telling you, people are charging you $20 for subscriptions a month. Um, we give it to you for free, free, F-R-E-E, -E, all the same coverage. Oops, wrong thing. All the same coverage that you get from all the other sites. We give it to you for free. Um, so hopefully you got alldolphins.com bookmarked on your page. Um, we're there for free. So hopefully you continue to support us and continue to support the website, continue to support the podcast. Um, we have been here now for over 90 minutes. Is it? What, what is that what it says? Uh, At the very now, now 38. Yeah. So I thank you. We'll continue to do. We'll see you tomorrow on a podcast um, and continue to give you great Dolphins coverage. But on that note, I'm out. It's out. We'll see you tomorrow, guys. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.